and gentlemen, it is with great regret I have to inform all of you that on this day we lost two gaming legends. James Can and Schizoabe. <laughs> it's a very, very sad thing. Both of them, big gamers, big developers, I know. I uh, just f- felt like we should mention on this podcast. James Khan was a big Angry Birds fan. The Angry Birds community is mourning him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. Did you hear how he died? No, it happened. He went to Japan f- to present the Lollipop Chainsaw remake. <laughs> and he was shot in the back with a homemade shotgun by none other than Hideo Kojima. Holy shit. Yeah, he was shot dead in the middle of a street after presenting um, Lollipop Chainsaw. In honor of him, we should probably talk about Lollipop Chainsaw getting a remake. Uh, what do you Have you ever played Lollipop Chainsaw? What do you think about Lollipop Chainsaw, Steven? Uh, no, I never played the original. I only just found out recently that it was written by uh, James Gunn, which has me kind of interested. That's a very weird detail, Suda51 and James Gunn teaming up. <laughs> it's a funny thing because it's from that era where James Gunn was extremely perverted and then suddenly he stopped being that after he got hired by Disney. That is weird how that does that to people, right? Yeah. Whereas being hired by Nickelodeon makes you way more perverted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. The uh, the Rob Schneider effect. No, what what's his name? What's the guy? <laughs> What's the I guy who's who who's fat his name. <laughs> and like liked Miranda Crossgrove's feet all the time? Uh, uh, John Schneider or something? I don't yes, remember. Yes, Schneider. No offense to the uh, you know the, the community. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm yeah. not I'm not that kind of guy. Okay, I know there's a lot of rumors about Ukrainians in the Russian internet, but I'm not. <laughs> okay, it's from that era where. James Gunn was super perverted. I mean, you could remember the uh, the games. I mean, not the games, the tweets he made uh, back in the day. You know, the ones that got him in trouble. And also, James Gunn directed this funny, like two funny porn videos that aren't actually porn. One was where he was like this kind of guy driving a uh, a van with the camera in it and just picking up girls. Okay. and. And and he just drives them to their destination, and then nothing happens. <laughs> What's the mouth? That was one, and it, another one with a famous American Canadian actress Sasha Gray. I don't know if you heard of her. She's she's from your uh, country. Okay. So he recorded like a video with her. It's like, oh, I broke my car. I'm I don't have any money to pay for. And James Gunn was playing the mechanic, and he's like, "Well, I don't know. You gotta pay up. I'm not gonna. F- I fixed your car. I mean, you gotta pay somehow." He's like, "You want to have sex?" And he's like, "No, I want money." You know, it's that, it's that kind of 2009 humor that was pretty popular in the day. Yeah, but in the end, he actually, in the end of that video, he makes a joke that he wants to fuck kittens. Like Sasha Gray offers oh. a box of kittens. For fixing her car. And he's like, yeah. Oh, I totally take the box of kittens. I want to fuck them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Lollipop Chainsaw. This is from that era of Lollipop Chainsaw, James Gunn. 
another fun fact about Lollipop Chainsaw, I think the main character is based off of uh, Jessica Negri. I hope I pronounced that surname right. Uh, Jessica Negri. <laughs> N-I-G-R-I. I, 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 need, I need to check this. Yep, yep. N-I-G-R-I. I think she also voiced the character. I might be wrong. But man, she was such a cosplay girl back in the, the day, like 10 years ago. Oof, dude. 13-year-old Alan John, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm not going to continue that sentence. No. I guess you could, you could fill in the blanks. So... Uh, one of my friends is hyped for this, actually. They uh, played Lollipop Chainsaw recently just to test out their controller, their new yeah. controller. And, and they liked it. They liked the hack and slash aspect of it. Okay. So they're pretty hyped. So you never played it back in the day either, did you? I didn't play it because at the time my computer couldn't run it. What I did was I looked at photos of Jessica Negri um, <laughs> and just pretended I was uh, playing with her yeah <laughs> okay that works I'm, I'm tired of remakes these remakes they're remaking everything now right i want to play something new something fresh something made from the ground up is there anything you can offer me mr steven reliable lobby something good for my uh for my playstation for example uh Something from the ground up. What about a remake of The Last of Us built from the ground up? Yeah! <laughs> uh, a lot of opinions yeah. about this. What do you think? I think it's really weird to put such a big emphasis on remaking a game that came out in 2013 and then was already remastered in 2014. <laughs> and Sony is promoting this like when it's their, when it's their uh, big games of the year. I mean, I'm... I think it's their only big release they've in. No, they've got God of War coming. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an odd choice to remake a game so soon after it comes out. I mean, it's literally going to be less than 10 years and they're advertising it as this like from the ground up remake and optimized for PS five. It's coming to PC. I think they're going to redo some of the combat. Like it's very, very strange. You think they would go for an older product or, I don't know, something that deserves a remake a little bit more. Something that isn't already so readily accessible. This might be the most controversial opinion I have ever expressed on this podcast, but I am expressing it once again because I, I actually talked about this uh, when this was announced. First, we just got the... Well, well it, it just got announced recently, but we had rumors about it, remember? We yeah. actually talked about it on the previous episodes. I'm all for this. This is This is... Great. I mean, the only good thing about Last of Us 2, from what I've heard, is the gameplay and the graphics and the everything. Like, the presentation of that game is just top-notch, quadruple-A level. I mean, even looking at that game, it's so smooth. It looks real sometimes. Like, the environments, the foliage and all that. The Last of Us, the original Last of Us, doesn't come close. It doesn't. And if you think... Not you in particular, Stephen, but there are people who are saying that this remake looks exactly like the original. Go get your eyes checked. Go get your brain checked. It's not. It's on a completely different, higher level. And it's not just an upscale thing. It's literally better in every technical, graphical aspect. 
So I think that's a good thing, right? They're, they're making an old good game even better using modern technology, right? Yeah, I guess so, but I, I don't know. I mean, that like you said, it's a good game and it's still so accessible and readily available. I feel like... I don't know. It it just seems like a weird way to spend your resources. Not that it's necessarily a zero-sum game, but I feel like that money and effort would be better spent remaking something that isn't still beloved, that isn't still so easily played. Like, <laughs> I don't know, because I, mean, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to bother with this because they might have played Last of Us 1 so recently. Whereas if they were to remake something a little older, something, just anything else, then they might draw in a bigger audience. I'll play this one. I'll play the remake first. Yeah. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Well, that's because you don't own a PlayStation, so you never had access to the original. Yeah. If you had played the original a couple of years ago, do you think you would be excited for this? That's a great question. Maybe if I played it in 2014, I'd check Maybe, it out. Yeah. But if I played it uh, like tw- two years ago, probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. It's... it. I mean, I don't know. It's it's not like it upsets me or anything, but it just seems weird to remake something this quickly <laughs> after hey, the original one. Listen, listen. I brought this up last time we talked about this. Remember Resident Evil 1? Yeah. And then the Resident Evil 1 remake for the GameCube? Yep. Five years between them. Not more. That's true, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I think... Yeah, I don't know. I guess this one is going to change other little stuff yeah you're right like last of us was built on a ps3 that's a do you know how much ram a ps3 had ps3 ram had 256 megabytes of ram what really yeah it was built on a 90 nanometer processor the cell processor was 90 nanometers. Dude, it's like not even... I mean, it was underpowered back when... Uh, not when it came out, but when The Last of Us came out. Then it was like, hey, you're pushing the limits. I, I mean, I guess so, but it's still good at the end of the day. I don't know if the technical aspects are that important. <laughs> the, the best way to play that PS3 game is on the PS4. But now yeah. they're starting from the ground up using the PS5. So it's going to be great. It's not going to even have the limitations that The Last of Us 2 had because that was built from the ground up for the PS4 and then PS5, I think. I guess so. I mean, isn't all the shit going to be outdated in five years anyway? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. People need to get used to make to playing older games because... You know, and it's not like Last of Us is an old game. <laughs> it's nine years it old. It is. It is. I mean, time just flies so fast for us, but it's really for the PlayStation gamers who are like three years old. I mean, that's a lot of time. <laughs> it's a lot of time. I guess so. Well, speaking of games that are getting remade quickly after they came out, do you want to hear about a game from 2020 that's already getting a remake? Wait, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> nope. I that game could use a remake, actually. <laughs> That's the other thing. I think they should put more effort into remaking shitty games and making them good. 
instead of remaking shit that's already good. I mean, they should, they should, but um, but there's no I, money in it because no, are like the thing yeah. sucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of things that suck, uh, thirteen was a game that came out in two thousand three. And I think that game is kind of liked. I've never played. I, I think I played a little bit of it when I was a kid, but I don't remember it very well. But it was remade two years ago uh, by a developer named Play Magic, and it was really horrible. It just uh, had terrible performance. The AI was kind of useless, and they changed the art style. Basically, the original the game is based off of a comic book, and so the original release used this very heavily cel shaded style that made it look like a comic book. And the new and the remake just used like the most generic Fortnite looking 3D models in the world. And everyone was really mad about it. And the remake was a complete disaster. It got overwhelmingly negative reviews on uh, on Steam. I think it's still in the bottom 100 uh, reviewed Steam games. I've even read, and I've never been able to find hard numbers to back it up, but I've read that... Uh, on the week of its release, the original game outsold the remake on Steam. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it was just a disaster. That's so, not a good sign. No. no. So the publisher, a company called Microids, uh, announced last week that they're going to be basically remaking 13 from the ground up again in the form of a free update. They got a new pub or a new developer, sorry. And they're going to be uh, changing the art style. They're going to be enhancing the AI. They're going to be, you know, reworking the HUD and the UI. They're going to be doing the sound. They're going to increase the frame rate, make it perform better. They're basically starting over from scratch, like maybe just using some of the assets that the other developer made. And uh, I don't know. I just thought this was an interesting story for how quickly this game is getting remade again, basically. And that Microids probably could have gotten away with just leaving it as is. I mean, 13 is a cult niche game. I don't think it would have tarnished them too hard. But I think it's cool that they're going out of their way to do this. That's going to be a free update. Uh, they're also... Uh, the game was supposed to release on Switch back in 2020, and that kept getting delayed. And they're finally going to release the Switch version, which will be this new version that hopefully doesn't suck. I, I looked at a couple of images of the remake, like the the, the pre-remake of this remake. Uh, what I don't. Yeah. The first remake. Uh, yeah. I thought you were exaggerating when you said it had a Fortnite art style. No, this is Fortnite. It's, yeah. it's literally a Fortnite skin, like down to everything. The facial structure is just Fortnite not good but yeah. now people are just gonna say it looks like borderlands so i, don't know. I mean at well at least it'll look like the game that it's a remake of <laughs> yeah you yeah. know it won't just be like this generic boring because i think that's mainly what people remember about the original was that the, it was the art style that was certainly what i heard people talk about when i was a kid mm -hmm. yeah you um, were a kid yeah at one point nah i know right yeah. What, uh, what games did you play as a kid? Did you play Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Oh, dude, I fucking love Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I played a lot of one and two, but I really loved three and four, and I was so excited for them to get really re remade until I heard some really shitty news out of Activision Blizzard again. Yeah. Did you hear what that is? Yeah, I did, but I'm not well informed enough in order to talk about it. So could you please? I don't remember the developer's name. What's their... Vicarious Visions. 
uh, remade Tony Hawk 1 and 2 uh, in 2020, I think. And they had previously remade the uh, Crash Bandicoot trilogy um, before that. Wait, so. was that... Wasn't that Toys for Bob? No, they did four. I don't think they did the the remake of the Insane Trilogy. I can double check, but I don't believe they did. Yeah, the, yeah, Vicarious Visions did the Insane Trilogy. So they're really good at that. They're just good at doing remakes, and their Tony Hawk one in particular r- reviewed insanely well. It sold very well. The Tony Hawk series had been in kind of a tailspin with some with a really shitty remake in the early 2010s, and then a really crappy Tony Hawk Five a little later. And uh, so this kind of saved the franchise a little bit. It redeemed, or at least like gave people hope in it again. And as soon as it launched, basically Activision Blizzard decided to uh, merge Vicarious Visions into Blizzard and make them another Blizzard team to help to act as like a support studio on the Diablo 2 remake, which isn't entirely, which wasn't entirely a terrible idea. I think their remake came out okay and. They're obviously good at remakes, but it was really disappointing that they weren't going to get to do Tony Hawk again, especially considering now Tony Hawk has came out, and as late as the release date of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, they were planning on doing 3 and 4 next, and Activision Blizzard stepped in and fucked it all up. (laughs) I heard they're working on Call of Duty Warzone now. Uh, they might be on Warzone now. I know. No, I think Toy, Toys for Bob is on Warzone. Ugh, I think that's what that, you're thinking of. That fucking sucks. Imagine working for Call of Duty, developing <laughs> Call of Duty. It's it's the gaming developer equivalent of working at Google or Amazon. It's <laughs> it's like ah, uh, it's just so uninspired. It's just basically doing fucking Call of Duty. Ugh. Yeah, so if there's a good silver lining in this, and it feels weird to get excited about a corporate merger, but Phil Spencer has said that if their acquisition of Activision Blizzard goes through, they're going to start looking at moving around some of those studios. Uh, oh, good. He was asked about Toys for Bob, and he, he didn't say anything specific, but he was basically like, yeah, you know, we'll look at those studios and what they're good at, and, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can find, like, you know, different projects to work on them. Fallout to- 4 Remake. Coming 2023. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully you can do the same thing with Vicarious Visions. And uh, Tony Hawk on that stream where he mentioned that 3 and 4 remake had been canceled even said, uh, you know, they'll look into getting it going again once, I think he said once the dust settles. So he's probably referring to that acquisition that they'll make a push again to get uh, 3 and 4 remade, which would be nice, but that might be, you know, another year before that acquisition goes through, so... It, uh, I believe it was just announced this week that it's being investigated by uh, oh shit, uh, Competitive Markets Authority in the UK, and I think oh, the shit. FTC has already said they're investigating it in the States. Nothing unusual, just standard investigate it to make sure it's not Why didn't they investigate <laughs> Toys for Bob starting to work in <laughs> Warzone? What about that, huh, FTC? That was bad. Ugh, f- <laughs> You know what FTC stands for? For the, for the cucks. Yeah. <laughs> for, Not for the corporations or something, just for the cucks. All right. You know what? All what? Of these remakes, I'm tired of them. You know what I want? Ports. That's you want right. a port? Just, just give me the game. Just give me the game on my PC or my 
PlayStation or my Xbox. Is it the same game I played 35 years ago? Just give it to me. Change nothing about it. Well, that sounds easy, but it might not be the case because Sonic Origins just came out, uh, or where no, it came out a few weeks ago, and these are ports of games from the early 90s, and they do not run very well at all. Uh, so these are these games were remade by a guy named Christian Whitehead in his own little bespoke whoa, Sonic engine. Whoa, whoa, to- whoa. No reason to bring in fucking religion <laughs> into this, okay? I don't care if it's Christian Whitehead, Muslim Whitehead. Here on GBA Temp, we ex- accept everyone. All right. Doesn't matter if you're, you're Muslim, Hindu, Jewish, transgender. I don't care. Go on, <laughs> Steven. So... He remade all the games in this little uh, retro engine, I think he called it. And they came out on mobile back in the early 2010. Sorry, he didn't do all the games. He did 1, 2, and CD. Mm-hmm. And they were pretty good remakes. I think they're generally considered the definitive versions of these games. And uh, people had wanted them to come to consoles for a while. And I think maybe some of them were ported to like the Xbox Arcade or something. But that may not have even have been his version. It might have been something else. And so eventually Sonic or Sega announced the Sonic Origins collection, which would be all of his ports, and they were finally going to give him a chance to do uh, Sonic 3 port, along with another guy named Stealth, who was also... These guys were both uh, content creators in the Sega, you know, in the Sonic fandom before they got hired by Sega. They, uh, you know, I think they did fan games or fan remakes or something beforehand. And... Sonic Origins is really weird, particularly Sonic 3 really doesn't work all that well. Um, I've played it, and if you look on our GBA Temp uh, YouTube channel, there's a review up of it. There's a lot of little weird stuff. It seems like when they wanted to get the game running at 60 FPS, it's sped up a lot of other things that aren't meant to be sped up. So say there's an area where blocks will appear or disappear or, you know, will move. They're moving faster than they're supposed to be because... It just screws up the timing. There's one bit where you get on a top and it like it'll like run through the level for you, like almost like an on rail section. And Jesus. something about it running so fast will uh, it screws up the physics. So you jump on this top and instead of running through the level for you, it like just goes up into the air and crashes into the ceiling and gets stuck there for like ten seconds and then drops down. Then it'll go through a little bit of the level and then it'll fly off into the air again and just a lot of weird little stuff like that. Uh, kind of piles up i think they're mostly in sonic 3 but they do exist in the other games uh there's some weird collision detection sometimes you'll be running and you'll just die for no real reason the game seems to think that you get crushed up against a wall even though you don't uh i don't know i've run into all kinds of weird stuff there was one where like when you finish a level you know sonic will stop and like look at the screen do his little pose for the next one starts and i was moving when that level ended so i was way up in the air and then it transitioned to the next level. And since I wasn't where I was supposed to be in the level transition, I spawned inside of uh, a wall and died immediately. <laughs> There's like just stupid stuff like that happening. And so people were really disappointed and people were kind of surprised that these guys that were so accomplished fucked it up so bad. And Stealth, one of the developers, actually came out and said that, you know, hey, like we, we you know, we made some mistakes. We, you know, we're not saying it's perfect, but. He's putting a lot of the blame on Sega. He says that they uh, weren't given a lot of time to fix mistakes. And there's some mistakes that are in the final game that weren't in the build he submitted to Sega. 
So wow. for whatever reason, Sega had to screw around with things afterwards, and they introduced these bugs that are now getting put on this guy's head. Wow. And uh, he also said that Sega has not yet approved for them to start working on patches to fix these issues. Now, this <laughs> was this was two weeks ago uh, as of this recording. I think exactly you two weeks ago. You are not allowed to fix this game. <laughs> Don't you dare fix these issues. Like, it's it's weird, right? Like, why would they... Now, there was an update that came out for Sonic Origins on the PS5. It didn't address many of the big issues, but maybe that indicates that they will have bigger fixes. I don't know why they haven't been talking about it, but, you know, it's not like it's definite that this won't get fixed, but as, as of June 24th, the last time he spoke about this, he said that Sega would not let him fix it. Um, so, I don't know. That's really bizarre to me. <laughs> Maybe Sega just just wants people to know that Sonic sucks. Maybe. Maybe they want people to know that Sonic sucks and has always sucked and will always suck. If you guys want to f- see something funny, check out the... Sonic Origins review on GBA Temp's YouTube channel. Not because the review itself is f- funny. Uh, it's the fact that YouTube, for some reason, made these automatic chapters of the <laughs> video. And I was looking at it. I was confused. Like, why did Chari or whoever made this? Would you edit this? I did. You did a great job. I love you, Stephen. Thank bud. you. Uh I was like, why are why does this have so many chapters? What kind it's only a nine minute review. It's got like ten chapters. And I'm looking at it. Why is it score three six eight nine seventy? Score three nine zero five zero six. It the it literally the AI read the video file and it saw the text on the top left. That gave the score. <laughs> why? And it tried to turn it all into chapters. <laughs> it's so <Why>? stupid. <laughs> it's retarded. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was something that maybe you accidentally wrote in the description, but no, the description has nothing. It just what? Yeah, no. Do other games do this on? I've YouTube? never seen it on another video, but I I don't know. Maybe it's a really weird thing maybe this is why they need to remake so many games from the ground up rather than letting ai do it because ai will do stupid shit like this you know maybe instead of letting corporations remake games we should just let the fans remake their own games like for example metroid 2 that was remade by the guys who remade metroid 2 It was called another Metroid 2 remake. And it was taken down the first three seconds of it being published and finished and uploaded. And I remember reading that uh, by... uh, Remember reading how it was developed. and It was developed completely in Game Maker. Oh, really? Yeah, it was built like on the basis of a generic uh, side-scroller engine that was made in game maker the guy who made it didn't have any coding skills when he started making the game 
Oh wow! And over time, he learned like C plus plus or something. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I mean, I'm pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, AM2R that was that was my first experience with uh, Metroid Two. It was pretty good. Then a couple of years later, I played it. Played uh, Samus Returns on the uh, 3DS, which is, I'd say, the superior version. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily justify pulling down the fan remake. Not by that much. Not no. <laughs> by, there are some aspects that the AM2R does better than Samus Returns. Some aspects. Really? Wow. Yeah. AM2R, they didn't really understand Metroid that well. Like the team. Right. Uh, I, what was the team called? They made Tread. can't remember. They were in Spain. Um, but know, yeah, they, they tried to do these power-ups... Like using, you know, just, oh, you press this button and Samus is invincible for 30 seconds. No, that's not, it's not Metroid. It's not how <laughs> Metroid. Oh, press this button and Samus can shoot a million bullets at, at the same time. No, Samus doesn't have a machine gun. <laughs> um, but Metroid Dread, though, mwah, fucking perfect. Once they got uh, the original creators, once they got Nintendo supervising them, mwah, just a brilliant, brilliant, best Switch game ever. Yes, I said it, ever. Wow. Um, I haven't played any other Switch game, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> but that team, the AM2R yeah. team, they're making a new game. Are they? called... Yeah, it's an original one. They started Kickstarter for it. It's called Hollow Knight. <laughs> it's called Bo, Path of the Teal Lotus. <laughs> really? I was watching the trailer and I thought it was Hollow Knight. It is very much like Hollow Knight, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, in their defense, they say on the, uh, on the Kickstarter page that it's inspired by Hollow Knight. Actually, yeah. it's weird. They have this little thing there of all their uh, inspirations and influences. Don't and it do seems... this. I, no. I know. I, I know. I see this. I'm telling young developers, don't do this. <laughs> this is a bad, bad, bad. Especially you have Super Mario on that. Mm, Paper Mario. Be... Oh, Paper Mario. Yeah. Don't. Never when you're making a product, don't say it's inspired by. One thing, two thing, three. Don't make a fucking list of things yeah. that inspired you. This is just an open invitation for bad actors in the future to sue you. This is not. Um, yeah. I I don't think it would lead to legal issues, but I think when you look at that, it feels a little bit like it, you just see all the parts of the games that they're pulling from rather than their original ideas. Like, you look at it, and the gameplay is so obviously Hollow Knight. The movement is... Uh, and, like, some of the animations look a lot like Celeste. The environment feels very drawn from Okami. They also have a lot of anime that they list as influences. Like who? How does Spirited Away influence a Metroidvania? How does Paper Mario do it? I mean, I guess it's 2D. Is that what they're going for? Like, it's because it's a hand-drawn style, maybe? Like, I don't know. It has this weird energy of, like, they just want to associate with bigger properties or they want to remind you of them and be like, hey, we're like this. It's it's a really weird thing. It, I don't know. 
I can't quite put my finger on it, but it is kind of an odd look to have a big list of things that out front and center of what inspired you. Like, I get that everyone, you know, takes inspiration. I don't think it's weird in an interview to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we were playing Hollow Knight and we decided we wanted to do something like that. But to have, like, a giant list of, like, this is all the shit we're pulling from is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shit on these guys. I mean, every one of them is, like, a million times more talented than me. Absolutely. Uh, what? Did you just agree with that? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Calling yourself my friend. Okay. Uh, but, no, this is... I don't want to play this. I thought when when I heard the news title, I was like, "Oh shit, are they gonna make like a Metroidvania?" No, it's Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight isn't a Metroidvania. Stop calling it that, please. I don't like it. Well, I like all Metroidvanias except Hollow Knight. I don't <laughs> like it at all. Stop calling La Mulana a Metroidvania, you fucks. Every time when I was like recommended a Metroidvania, like after I've beat all the Metroids and all the Castlevanias. Uh, people always recommend me two games, La Mulana and uh, Hollow Knight. None of these scratch my itch. None. Why not? What's different about them? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's not... Um, okay, La Mulana is more like exploration, but it's just mostly exploration. Like the combat isn't that... I don't, I don't know. I didn't get far in it, but it's quite primitive. Right. Um, and Hollow Knight is just, like, too difficult. But not in the sense that, oh, you you die instantly. But no, you, just, you have to, so much backtracking, so much going around the map. And, the, and, like, they don't even give you the map until you oh, finish really? the area. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. It just pulled me away, even though everybody recommended it. Like, everyone. Like, yeah, oh, I know people Hollow love that Knight? game. Play Hollow Knight? Play Hollow Knight. It's pretty good. It's like, <laughs> it's like the, uh, what's a TV show that everybody recommends that fucking sucks? Uh, Hollow Knight is the how I met your mother. Because <laughs> imagine you finished Seinfeld, you finished uh, Frasier, you just got off watching Friends, and now you're like, hey, I want something that new, and they recommend me. <laughs> that how you watch Friends? <laughs> you're like, you got off watching Friends. <laughs> hey, I liked Friends. It's a good show. It's not bad. It's a good show. It's a good show. But imagine after finishing Friends, somebody would say, hey, check out Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother. It's not... It's it's a sitcom. There are people laughing. It's, <laughs> it's not the same. La Mulana is basically the Big Bang Theory of sitcoms. Oh, no, right? Metro. <laughs> yeah, you get, yeah, you get what I I'm what saying. Yeah, it's like yeah. This this is this is a this is Metroidvania. You got you got ex to explore. Oh, you can't go there. No, no, no. You got to unlock the thing. Oh, you unlocked the thing. You went there, but now you got you can't go there. No, no. Know no. what all Metroidvanias do though? You're not allowed to go certain places until you unlock something. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not like as fun. I don't no, know. <laughs> it's like punchline. This funny character says something like, "Well, did you know I'm I'm I don't like boobs." Yeah. Uh, so, 
I, I like <laughs> I like poop. What do you mean you like poops? You like shitting as well? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's I never watched How I Met Your Mother. I bet I bet it's just Neil Patrick Harris going oh. around making obscene shit jokes. <laughs> I've never seen it either. I'm going to. That's probably what it's like, though. I can't imagine it's much anything different than that. I've seen clips of it on on TikTok because I'm a TikTok addict now. Yeah, and it, it's just on. I can't. I can't watch this. It's like it's like finishing The Office and somebody recommends you fucking Modern Family. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. Instead of. Instead of uh, Jim, you get Sofia Vergara, and it's not the same. It's no. not the same. That's sad. You know what else is sad, Stephen? That we're going to have to end this episode. Oh, no. It's horrible. Can you believe yeah. we took, like, fucking a month off and there was jack shit to talk about when we came back? <laughs> what do you mean? This is a weekly podcast. We release <laughs> new episodes weekly if i see anybody saying the contrary on gb temp i will ban you for disinformation right. we are weekly podcast we release a web episode every week that's true yeah! <laughs> all right bye everybody <laughs> thank you so much i love all of you Good night.